opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody. It is April 12th, and it is springtime, so it's time to spring clean your refrigerator. Unfortunately, we are not on Clubhouse tonight, but we are on ACB Media. Thank you, Monica, for hosting, and thank you, Brad, for streaming. I appreciate it so much. <clears throat> um, but yeah, um, I think at 8 o'clock, the uh, Diabetics in Action is doing spring cleaning your medicine cabinet. So it's a spring cleaning night. So. <laughs> Hopefully you have come and decided to share what you would do with all of your leftovers that are in the refrigerator, because as the write-up said, they don't have to taste just like they did yesterday. You can make them different. So if you want to share, please raise your hand. I do have a couple that were sent to me, and I see that those individuals are not here but hopefully they will show up. So, all right, Monica, do we have any hands raised? Let's see. Uh, if Zoom would cooperate with me. Let's see. We have Peggy has her hand up. Peggy, welcome back. Hi. We missed you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you got for us? Okay, mine is called a um, all-in-one casserole from Bisquick. And um, I've made it, and it kind of comes out kind of quiche-like, I guess I'd say, if that's a word, mm. quiche. I don't know. Uh -huh. if that's uh -huh. Anyway, you take um, a cup of uh, grated cheese, cheddar cheese, and then it calls for one small package of frozen spinach, um, thawed and wrung out good. But it also says you can use, um, if you don't have spinach, use green bean, any kind of green vegetable. And I've used leftover green beans before. Oh, wow. Uh, then it calls for one onion chopped. And then one cup of ham or some other kind of stuff left. And I think everybody's got ham this week. Um, and that's what I did it with before um, with the green beans that it came out good. Mm -hmm. Then it calls for a cup and a half of milk, three quarters of a cup of Bisquick, three eggs and salt and pepper. So what you do is you take a, um, it doesn't make a huge thing. So, uh, I think I did it in like a eight by eight square pan, but it says mm -hmm. to um, take a shallow pan, preheat your oven to 375, take a shallow pan and layer the vegetable on the bottom. I think I did spray it with Pam too. It doesn't say that, but I think I, I did. was going to ask um, you that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did spray it with Pam. Uh, then you layer the vegetables the, the onion, the meat, and the cheese. Then in a separate bowl, you mix up the milk and eggs and bisquick and salt and pepper and just pour that over and bake it for 30 to 40 minutes or until it's set, pretty much. So, and it, it's, 
It's good. Like I say, what's good is it doesn't make too much. And and it even says on yeah. the recipe, good, either hot or cold. So Yeah, it, it sounds really good. It sounds easy, actually. Yeah. If you just kind of throw it in the throw it in the pan. Yeah, and, and you can really it even says like if you don't have ham, use cooked chicken or even a can mm-hmm. of tuna fish or you know, anything. So right. Well, thank you. Sure. Yeah, it's good to have you back. <laughs> Thanks. So, all right, Monica, who's next? There are no hands right now. What? All right, guys. <laughs> We're not going to end right. this call. <laughs> I have it. I have a hand for you. All right. It's area code 608 ending in 614. I think that's. Patty Slaby, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Patty, is that you? Feel free to unmute. Hi, yeah, Sheila, it is me. I've been okay. having Zoom trouble, so I decided to call by phone. That's all right. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> yes. Well, mine is a, a kind of, I, I throw it together, but I, I gave some rough ideas for the the. Um, Salad. It's called ham macaroni salad, and I usually cook like a a cup of elbow macaroni or the small shells, whichever you choose, and then I um, add one cup of diced ham and a um, small to medium onion diced, about two stalks of celery diced if you like celery, um, a, cu- a cup of diced cheese or, or small pieces <coughs> of cheese, and use whatever flavor you want. And I like to add a cup of frozen peas. And sometimes I add other veggies like peppers or cucumbers or, or whatever, your tomatoes, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Combine all that together, and then you blend um, a, a cup of mayonnaise and add some salt and pepper to taste. And I like a little mustard in my, give it a little zingy. And mm-hmm. I also add a little bit of um, dry ranch dressing mix to the mayonnaise and then stir that Ooh. into your salad, your salad mixture. And if it is a little dry, just add a little more mayo. And I like to refrigerate it a few hours so it has time to kind of marinate before you serve it, at least two or three hours. And sometimes you'll find then that you have to add just a little more mayonnaise prior to serving. And that's my easy use up the ham. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds fabulous. And it's, it's in the 80s today up here, Sheila, so it's a good day for a salad. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds really good. In fact, I'm I I am a ranch lover. So I would Me too. I would <laughs> almost take the whole pack of ranch and put it in with a cup of mayonnaise. <laughs> well, but, I, I oh. tend to put in quite a bit because I like it. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Patty. Thanks for being here. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> If you are unmuted, please mute because we are streaming on ACB Media. All right, Monica, anybody else have their hand raised? Yes, Eugene. Yes, sir. What do you do with your spring cleaning of your leftovers? Eugene? Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm going to take some ham, cut it in little cubes. Then I'm going to do is cook me some red beans and rice and mix it in with the red beans and rice. Uh, and have red beans, rice, and ham. 
But I'm I'm also going to take, and uh, I got one of those um, uh, choppers, I guess, the mini chopper. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take some ham, put it in there. Uh, I'm not sure the the quantities, so I have to just guess. But I'm going to put that, some mayonnaise and dry mustard, some pickles and some pickle juice, and uh, maybe a little bit of celery and try to make some ham salad. Um, And you don't add mayonnaise to that? Oh, yeah. Probably about a half a cup of mayonnaise. Depends on how much ham I use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds good, too. And I thought about taking the mashed potatoes I got left over, which is quite a bit. And, uh, of course, I got a lot of ham, too. Cut that up and put uh, some ham in with the mashed potatoes and some uh, mixed vegetables in there and make like a shepherd's pie. Uh, that that would be interesting. You'll have to try that and let us know how it comes out because <laughs> I I'm not a big shepherd's pie fan, but. You know, that would be very interesting with the cheese. And yeah, that would be good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. Of course, for you can always here. you can always use it in your uh, scramble, your uh, egg omelets. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Your oh, yeah. Egg, egg in a bag. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So that's another great idea. So, all right. Thanks, Eugene. All right, Monica, who's next? Desi is next. Hi, my friend. Hello, hello. Welcome. (laughs) I was building a box, sorry. I'm sure (laughs) you are, honey. (laughs) Packing, 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 don't you know? know. I'm sure you're having to use leftovers. (laughs) Well, I pretty much use them up now, which is a good thing, because I don't... I, I do, I actually don't mind leftovers, and I, I pretty much, you know, will eat something until it's gone, unless I just get too tired of it, and then yeah. I'll stick the rest of it in the freezer and put it out some other time. Right. But um, uh, I don't really have a recipe, but I was just going to tell you about an idea that my cousin did when I was just down in Tennessee in March. Um, she had made a pot roast, and... She, we had it a couple of times. It was really good. And one morning I came in for breakfast and she said, we're having pot roast frittata. (laughs) And she, (laughs) she had, um, you know, beaten up a bunch of eggs and um, mixed or um, put the, put the, um, pot roast all the pot roast stuff in the bottom of her square pan and then she'd put the eggs and she put cheese and I don't know seasonings and all kinds of stuff and tossed it in the oven for about half hour at 400 and yum it was really wow. good <laughs> interesting I'm, I'm I'm gonna learn a lot of things from her because she is so creative that way and well, she you said need- well there was this stuff that I needed to use up and I thought well why not make a frittata out of it? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, if you can get her to tell us how, you know, the the steps, I mean, what else besides eggs, et cetera. So, and I'd love to add it to our document. So that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be, I think she's not there this week, but. Um, That's all right. 
but it was just a, it was just cool. And you know, she just what she would tell you is, oh, I just threw in a little of this, throw it together, little, you know, whatever was around, you know, kind yep. of. Because yep. that's just kind well, of I, yeah. I can I can look up frittatas on on the internet. And well, really, out all of frittata, all of frittata really is is an egg bake sort of. All you do is, you know, after you get all the rest of the things in your in your square pan that you want in there, uh-huh. whether it be your pot roast with, and that had potatoes and onions and carrots and you know all that was there. And then she um she beat up her probably about six eggs and she just uh beat them and then poured that into the dish over the top of everything else and then put a bunch of shredded cheese on top. So no milk, just the eggs. Well, I think when she beat the eggs, she probably put milk in them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That sounds, oh, thank you, honey. And have a safe transfer. Oh, thank you very much. It's uh, it'll be a week from Sunday and (laughs) Now I'm getting to the point where I just want it to be done. You're to, yeah, you're starting to stress. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I don't feel too. I, the only the only thing I'm stressed about at all is that you know I just hope I can get everything done before my family comes because I really want to just be able to load up my pod. I don't want to have to be you know packing a ton of stuff at the last right. minute. So right, that's getting me a little bit stressed, but not horribly. You'll, so you'll do it. You'll I'll do, do it. what. I'll do what I can. And if I still have things done, then yep. done to do, then we'll get them done. <laughs> so, yep. All right. Well, thank you for right. taking time out and be here, being here. Well, I just wanted to be with all my friends while I'm doing this job. So there we go. <laughs> We're happy to have you. Thanks. <laughs> all right, Monica, who's next? Next we have Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Um, I sent in two recipes. One was for ham paprikash. And I know. And the other one I sent in was for chicken fritter croquettes. And it's from the Dinosaur Cookbook. And she's I want you to share both of them because. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've made both of them. So All right. um, I'll give the chicken fritter croquettes first. Dinosaur was a Tennessee girl that went to Hollywood and she had. Uh, TV show on years and years ago. I'm dating myself. Um, I remember it. (laughs) Singer, and she was an excellent cook. She wrote a couple of cookbooks. One of them is on Bard called the Dinosaur Cookbook. It was written in like 85. It's there. And I uh, got it years ago on um, from the place we used to get our books from in college. Uh, I guess it's now Ally. but but anyway, um, I've made this several times and I double the recipe. So it's one egg. I'm reading the regular recipe and you can double it. One egg, one fourth cup milk, one cup flour, one teaspoon baking powder, one half teaspoon salt, one and one half cups cooked chicken chopped. And I usually... A lot of times I'll use a rotisserie chicken when I double it because you can get three good cups out of a big rotisserie chicken. So, and breadcrumbs, and I just get the ones in the can. Now, this says oil for deep frying. What I usually do, I don't have a deep fryer so anymore, so I either cook it in the air fryer, and if not, I still love to cook a lot of stuff on the stove. So when I make up the recipe, I'll just 
put a little bit of oil in the pan and then saute them and they're they're perfect anyway you lightly beat the egg and add milk you sift your flour baking powder and salt all your dry ingredients and then you stir into the egg milk mixture fold in the cooked chicken and <clears throat> sometimes i'll add just a tiny little bit of onion if i have one that's chopped up that's good in the refrigerator <laughs> i'll add a little bit of onion and you chill these for 30 minutes and i usually make little oval patties out of them you can make round patties uh, then they say you form into one and a half inch balls because that's what you would use if they were appetizers and you roll those in the breadcrumbs and you drop a few at a time in the hot oil i just cook a few at a time in a big skillet don't crowd them so they don't uh you know, I want them to brown. I don't want them to steam. Uh -huh. Deep fry a minute until, until they're golden. Drain them. And then you make up this brown sugar sauce, which it makes a cup of sauce, a half cup of ketchup, a third cup of water, a fourth cup of brown sugar, two tablespoons of cider vinegar, a fourth cup minced onion, and a teaspoon of cornstarch. Of course, that cornstarch is going to thicken that up. You combine all that together, bring to a boil, you turn it down to simmer and you just simmer it for 15 to 20 minutes. And when it's thickened, you serve it hot. You can either dip the chicken pieces in it or you can, I'll, sometimes I like to put just a little bit on top and that gives that brown top a really good flavor with that sauce on it. And that sauce sounds amazing. <laughs> and you know, that time that I gave that recipe for the crab, that sauce works on those too. That sauce for the for those crab that I gave several weeks ago. Oh yeah, that sauce, okay. Uh -huh. That works too. It's just whatever. It's just a flavoring, you know. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So those are good. Do you want me to read the ham thing now or wait? Yeah. No. Go ahead. Okay. Because I don't. Th Monica, do we have any other hands? No. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Karen. Okay. Well, this one is from Ladies Home Journal years ago um it's called ham paprika paprika and you make it in the uh you make it on top of the stove um let me see here we go uh just a second yeah ham paprika okay you do not have to pre-cook the noodles Two table. This is how old the recipe is. Two tablespoons butter or margarine. Nobody says that anymore. One fourth cup chopped green onions. And a lot of times I just use like a red onion. I don't always buy green onions. I like them, but you can use a regular onion instead. A fourth pound mushroom sliced. One pound cooked ham cut into three fourths inch cubes, about one and one fourth cups. I don't, If I mean, I don't, Decide Measure. that I'm going to get a pound of ham. No, I just, yeah. One teaspoon paprika, a half teaspoon salt, one eighth teaspoon pepper, four ounces, which is three cups of egg noodles uncooked, one and three fourths cup beef broth, and a cup of sour cream. So in a 10 inch skillet, you melt the butter, add the onions and mushrooms and saute for about three minutes. Add the ham and seasonings and cook three or four more minutes, stirring occasionally. Place the uncooked noodles on top of the mixture, of the ham mixture, and pour the broth into the skillet. Heat to boiling. Reduce heat and simmer 15 minutes covered, because that's what really helps cook those noodles. Then you uncover it and 
simmer five minutes more, stirring occasionally, fold in the sour cream at the end, and just heat it up until you're ready to eat. You know, just, just, you don't keep it in there forever. You just fold in the sour cream, heat it up until it's the temperature you want to eat it, and then you serve it immediately. And it really is good. Well, I, when I read that, I know I've heard that recipe name before, but uh-huh. I've never had it. But of course, you add the sour cream there, and right. I'm in. Me too. <laughs> it just sounds you, so good. You can use chicken, cooked chicken, if you want to make it chicken paprikash. Oh, you that know, would be good can, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can just use your imagination and use whatever meat yeah. you want. Yeah, the leftover rotisserie chicken or something. That's yeah, right. That would be, That's oh my right. gosh. Yeah, that would be really good. And I don't think it would be horrible with a pound of ground beef cooked and drained either. Probably because not. that would that would almost be like, um, you know, that would almost be with the mushrooms and the sour cream. That would, like, or it could be, be it could off. be some of of uh, Desi's pot roast. <laughs> That's right. That that would be good. Sure, why not? Yeah, it would. Oh my gosh! All right, dear. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks for being here. I love it. <laughs> All right, Monica, do we have any hands? Yes, Diana has her hand up. Hi, Diana. How are you tonight? I'm fine. How are you? I am good. What you got for us? I missed you. (laughs) I missed you too. (laughs) Well, I hesitate to even call this a recipe because I was just sitting here thinking, oh, I need to contribute something. But um, so I hesitate to even say this recipe, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, Okay. You know how you had the packages, a little, which everybody makes fun of, you know, but all the college students use when they're in college, the little Raymond noodles. Oh, yeah. I make, and I know it says Raymond noodle soup, but I make like a real little soup out of it. Uh-huh. Um, so if you have like, this is good if you have like little dibbles and dabbles of little bits of vegetables uh-huh. in, your, in your refrigerator that you want to get uh-huh. rid of. Uh-huh. Like what I'll usually take is, uh, at first I'll get like the little broth packet and the water. Uh, it boiling in the on the stove uh-huh. and then I'll put like oh maybe like four or five baby carrots chop them up real fine maybe half a stalk of celery a stalk of celery if you like that whatever you like right. usually like an eighth of an onion you know, a little piece of onion chop it up fine and then just let that boil in there just for like maybe two or three minutes and then I'm a big lover like other people have said of the uh, getting rotisserie chickens and so usually this is something I'll do when I have, because you can do all kinds of things with that leftover rotisserie chicken meat. Um, so I'll put some of that in there. And then the noodles, I don't like when they're like the, I like spaghetti, but I don't like the long noodles of the Raymond. I know I'm weird. The long noodles of the Raymond noodles. So I'll just put the package before it's opened on the counter and then take the heel of my hand and just, you know, pound on it with the heel of my hand. Me too. Break it up into little pieces. I know. And then I'll put that in there and, of course, cook it for the, the amount of time. And if it seems like it needs more water, just add a little more water and maybe a little bit of chicken bouillon to go with it, powdered uh-huh. chicken bouillon or bouillon uh-huh. cube or something. And it makes it surprising. It's like a fast little chicken noodle soup. That, yeah. you know, it's, and it's really good. Yeah. And then, you, have, you know, usually I, for well, for me, it's like two servings. If you had that left over, then it seems like it really absorbs the liquid, like mm-hmm. uh, 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 unlike pasta noodles after they're cooked. But it seems like these keep absorbing liquid. 
So it's weird after you refrigerate in the day in the like overnight or something, I'll get it out. If you want to, you can warm it up, but sometimes I'll just sit there and eat it like a little pasta salad almost. <laughs> so okay. I know. I'm just hey, don't you know it's okay. <laughs> You know, so, when, when we live alone, we can do that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Something quick and easy, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I never thought, I mean, I've, uh, I have certainly eaten my share of ramen noodles, but, oh. you know, I never thought about doing just throwing just kind of yeah. everything but the kitchen sink in the pot. Yeah. So it's a, that's a good idea. Oh, you can put garlic powder and onion powder, you know, pepper and salt and stuff in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty salty that little packet, but uh, and it makes a good oh. little good noodle soup. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks okay. for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Monica. Anybody else? We don't have any hands at this time. Well, one thing I, I do with leftover ham is I make ham and scallop potatoes. And all I do is slice potatoes, put them in a casserole dish, just, you know, your normal, normal um, I, of course, I call them corningware, um, eight by eight with the lid. But I slice the potatoes and then I slice onion. I put some margarine on top. I sprinkle some flour on top. I throw some leftover ham in there and then I layer them again with the potatoes, the onions, the, the butter, the flour, the ham. And then I top it with potatoes and then I pour milk over the top till it's about at the top of, and of course, salt and pepper forgot that um not i don't you don't want too much milk but and then cover it and bake it at 350 for about an hour and you can put cheese in it if you want i'm not a big you know when i do scallop potatoes and ham i just want my ham and scallop potatoes and i put a lot of ham so um, but you can top it with cheese and it is so good. I used to buy that instant flour and that used to be, and then I used to make the milk and the flour mixture and pour it over. And then I realized you don't have to do that anymore. You can just sprinkle self-rising flour over the top of each layer and then pour milk in and it really does come out good. So, but, and what else do I do with leftovers? Of course, we all use ham bones from the ham to make pinto beans or any kind of bean you want. And what else? I'm trying to think of what else I do with leftovers. I use leftover rotisserie chicken to make chicken salad with 
chicken and celery and celery salt and mayonnaise and some grapes. And it's really good. It's really good. I've had it. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> but <laughs> all right. Um, so if nobody else has any input or suggestions, we are going to end early tonight. There are no more hands, Sheila. Okay. And I'm sorry that we couldn't connect to Clubhouse tonight, but Clubhouse has decided to do some updates and it's not easy to do um, connecting Clubhouse with our calls. So we're working on it. ACB is working on it and Brad is part of that. So thank you, Brad. But the... Um, Next call, because we're now back on track, which is the 26th, will be fruit. So fruit cake, fruit desserts, fruit pie, fruit salad, anything fresh fruit, or you can we can we can do can, we don't care. So either or, but the next call will be all about fruit so thank you all thank you monica for being here thank you brad so much and thank you all for coming in and sharing your recipes and we will talk in two weeks